Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The other day when we were out shopping, groceries, classic topic of this show, <laughs> um, I saw somebody, mm. a famous person. <gasps> Who? It was Jeanette. Who was the owner? Who's the manager of the store? Jeanette, what? Who? At the, at the front of the shop, they've got like a photo of the manager of the store, and I saw her, and I was like, "Ooh, hello!" <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I was near a famous person. Hello and welcome, peculiar children. This is I only like you. My name is Lonnie. I'm here with Sine. Hello. We have a podcast. You're listening to it? <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about an annoying topic and we review a movie. This week we've seen Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Hmm. Mm. We'll get to it. Yeah. Before then, Sine has an interesting topic she wants to talk about. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna lead it for lead us for this week. Um it's more of a like a question for you, right? You know how there's weird days? Thursday. <laughs> no, like. You feel it off on Thursday. <laughs> like when you're, people are like, oh, it's World Bagel Day or World Pizza Day or World Fairy Floss Day. There's, there's other <laughs> days. It's not just food oriented. There's other days. <laughs> just for your interest, today is World Post Day, which commemorates the establishment of Universal Postal Union in Bern, Switzerland, which is actually kind of cool. Like, it made people write letters uh, and Everyone stuff. knows that, Well, me. yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you know how there are days, right? Yes. Okay. And there's 365 days in a year. Yep. Usually. Well, yeah. Okay, let's just say for an average year. So some of the things would have to double up, right? There's not 365 things in the world. So some of the days are going to have more than one thing. Like National Dog Day might be the same as National Flower Day, Right. And are we sure that those combos go well together? Or do we just have 365 days and those are the things that we celebrate on the 365 days? And if that's the case, I'm not sure I'm happy with the 365 things that we have chosen. I think maybe we should review these and make sure that we've got a good spread of 365 things to celebrate over the course of a year. Well, actually, it's less than that, isn't it? Because some days are already taken. Christmas, New Year's, you're right. Valentine's Day. You yeah. Can't, you can't have a you new thing on Valentine's Day. You can't have another on Valentine's Day. It can't be Dolphin Day and Valentine's Day on the same day. Mm-hmm. I think even just around Christmas, you can't really have much, can you? So should we... There can't be anything in the week between Christmas and New Year's. So let's say, let's take out, I don't know, 10 days. So let's go 355 days that we need to find something to celebrate. Do we come up with just 355 things and give everything a day? But then sometimes the days are, like, relevant to things that happen in history, like, you know, the Postal Service Day was when the Postal Service was established. Well, and Australia with Anzac Day, haven't we? Exactly. So we can't just come up with a random date. They have to have specific dates. But I feel like there's all these things going on today. It's probably another day, not just National Postal Day. There's probably, like, a million other days that it is today. And then there are some shit days, like National Talk Like a Pirate Day. 
That's not a real day. I don't think we need that day. I reckon we could get rid of that one and stick another good one in. Is there a National Chocolate Day? I don't know. Names. I'm going to look it up. Okay, you look it up right now. This is a bit unorthodox, but I'll look it up while we're podcasting. <laughs> I think this should be something the UN sort of looks into. They should have a committee on World Days. I would be happy to put my hand up to be on that committee. Is, is there already a committee? Can you just can you just declare something as a day? Like, say I want to make tomorrow National um, Cuddle Sunday Day. Could I just do that or I have to go talk to somebody? I don't know. I guess you could do it and then if enough people cuddled me, then... I guess so. I don't know. Guys, World Chocolate Day, sometimes referred to as International Chocolate Day. Well, what's the consistency there? <laughs> Should be one or the other. Is an observance that occurs globally every year on July 7th. I've never seen this. I missed it. Oh, July 7th marks 466 years since chocolate was introduced to Europe. Oh, no. United States celebrate International Chocolate Day on the 13th of September. This is chaos. <laughs> Look at this, though. References to World Chocolate Day being observed on 7 July have been recorded as early as 2009. 2009, seven years ago. This long-held tradition. <laughs> List of food days. We're on Wikipedia, oh. by the way. Let's see what else we can find. Bloody hell. A Shrove Tuesday, oh, well, that's yeah, another that's, thing. No, that's fine. It's Christian. That's what I'm saying. There's another day pancakes. we can't have something else on that day. World Milk Day is on the 1st of June. May th- 13, International Hummus Day. When did, and that origin in 2012. <laughs> I wonder if we can look at the latest origin. Don't I think some days are like Easter isn't the same day every year, is it? And so what if Easter one day falls on international... I'm I don't know. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yes. These are organised by country and Australia is there. We've got four days. <laughs> There's National Burger Day. Fine. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> There's Vanilla Coke Day. Why is there a Vanilla Coke Day and not just a normal Coke Day? July, International Lamington Day. We can't even agree on when where Lamingtons came from, where they originated. But you bet we've got a day, Lonnie. <laughs> National Milkshake Day. National Milkshake Day. I love milkshakes. I prefer Brazil's. National Muffin Day on December the 18th. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just saying, like, I think maybe we should cull some of these and actually think about what we're doing here because... Like, I love cheeseburgers as much as the next person, but do we need a cheeseburger day? I'm surprised Iran has a national cheeseburger day. October 27th. I'll be there. Come on up. <laughs> Book it in. My birthday is a day as well. It can't be anything else. What's your day? I'm going to look up what your birthday is then. Well, I know what it is. What is it? It's Guy Fawkes Day. Is that bonfire night? Yeah. Right. Why are they called different things? Well, Guy Fawkes is the same thing. The bonfire was a celebration of Guy Fawkes. Being... You know, I'm just saying whether it's World Chocolate Day or International Chocolate Day, we should actually well, think of what it, it is. Let's look at it. See if there's any days. November 5, Wikipedia. It's a great day of the year. Saturday this year. This date is more likely to fall on a Monday, Thursday or Saturday. There you go. Interesting. Well, there's some interesting things that have happened. Yeah, but I want to know what day. No. But, um, am I in the births yet? <laughs> I don't think you're listed on the births. Well, look it up. November... Oh, it's All Souls Day before. Our World Vegan Day is almost near there. Interesting. They're just people who were born. Yeah, okay. See, they was born one day. Well, a Japanese actor and model, Hideya Tawada, was born on my actual birthday. 
And Flume. Oh, well, you we go. share a birthday with Flume. The things we have learned on this podcast. Anyway, we're getting sidetracked. I just think that, world, I have two questions to ask of you. One, would you prefer that we only had, say, 350-ish things that we celebrate? Okay. I've got a thing to say that first. Yep. If you have to celebrate something every day or almost every day, it gets a lot of hard work. Say it's International Tissues Day, mm-hmm. but then tomorrow it's International Bookcase Day. You have to, <laughs> you have to organise things for Bookcase Day on Tissue Day. So you're constantly organising a few days ahead and then you're not really celebrating Tissue Day, are you? I think it's got to be less than 350. Maybe it's one or two a week. All That's right. about 100 days. Well, do we all sit down as a world society and think of a hundred things that we like? You see, this is why we need a new world order. This is why, <laughs> is it? This is why. <laughs> no, we've got the UN. That's what they, they do stuff, don't they? You know what I reckon we should do? Yeah. Scrap all the days. Start again. Start from a blank canvas. Have Christmas 365 days a year. That would be your dream, wouldn't it? It would just be my dream. Guys, there are Christmas things for sale in shops at the moment and Bonnie won't let me buy any until it's after his birthday because he believes Christmas does not begin until at least November has been. My argument is if they're for sale and it's nearing Christmas, why can't I buy them? I'm just oh, saying <laughs> if we started again, Sinead. Sorry, I see I what you highlighted there. <laughs> sorry, I didn't talk about what you just said. <laughs> I, I see what you've highlighted on the screen. I'm just saying, if we start the blank canvas and put in things like Easter and Christmas, we're all going to celebrate that, right? There's there's not going to be an international no-diet day. That's not going to make the cut if we go from the beginning and put things in in order of significance. That's not going to make the top 100. Oh, but it says it's an annual celebration of body acceptance. That should be every day, not just one day. Promoting a healthy lifestyle with a focus on health at any size. Well... I'm sure it's a great topic, Naves. I don't think it needs a whole day. But real to real talk, though, you're not healthy at any size. Like, you're not healthy when you're too skinny. You're not healthy when you're too, th- too fat. I don't think we should be glorifying this. That's the debate about the, the body right. Body movement. It says, things. raising awareness of the potential dangers of dieting and unlikelihood of success. Very true. Should we also not raise awareness of the potential dangers of being morbidly obese? Maybe that's the next day. <laughs> They happen in succession so that yeah. they can balance each other out. You see what I mean, though? If you have too many days, you can't focus on the actual day. It's like a half a day then, isn't it? Look, we'll, Do we we'll... need 600 things and we'll do, we'll do two a day at 12 o'clock is the reset. So from midnight to 12 p.m. we're celebrating one mm. thing. From 12 p.m. to midnight the following. It's like those few times that Easter falls on Anzac Day. It's chaos, isn't it? Has that ever happened? Well, at around the same time sometimes, yeah. Chaos. Anarchy. We're just saying the days are a bit effed up, aren't they? Yeah. So, UN, if you're listening, I'm sure you're a great fan of the podcast. I'll put my hand up to happily be head of the committee for organising days that we celebrate. Just keep in mind, yep. most of them will become about Christmas. And that's fine. It's not, a, <laughs> I'm willing to take feedback. <laughs> and any listeners who would like to be on this committee, shoot us an email. Taking members. Don't come with any shit suggestions about days you want celebrated. <laughs> she's just declared herself in charge of the committee and she's already <laughs> laying down the law. 
I have to. I have to be like strict with my people. True. You've got to be a good manager. Well, this is maybe what's happened. They haven't been treat- strict beforehand. <gasps> See, we've ended up with with. I'll find a good one for you. Make this joke work. Okay. Just hang in there, guys. No, no, found one. What? Okay. World Sparrow Day. <laughs> it can't be in the same week as International Colour Day. Well, this is a race thing. Oh, no. no it's just no. about... <laughs> it's just about colours. All right. I thought I was going to be racist there. <laughs> Can we move on in case that, ha- in case that happens? <laughs> Definitely. I'm just saying. <laughs> Self-injury awareness. <laughs> look, if you want to have a good afternoon, look up the days of the year. <laughs> Wikipedia page, list of commemorative days. It is hilarious. It is a good read. I'm just uh, saying we need to sort this out, guys. This is getting ridiculous. This article is about notable observed commemorative days used by various governments, groups, and organizations to raise awareness of an issue, commemorate a group or event, or celebrate something. Celebrate I think, something. I think celebrate something is, is probably it, how most of them have come the in, low bar isn't it? They've, they've crossed. So what's happened with their poor management is that old... Maurice has come in with his idea and he's for, gone, look. For May 23rd, he's like, that should be World Turtle he's Day. He's like, I love turtles. And the manager's like, yep, love turtles too, Maurice. And he's like, I think May 23rd should be World Turtle Day. And, and then they're then, like. Then that guy behind, underneath him, like the his yeah. underling, underling was like, they've given you National Hug Day on January 21. <laughs> Isn't that enough, Maurice? Maurice likes hugs and turtles, okay? He's got a wide range of interests. But then you can't say no to Maurice because turtles are really special to him and everyone loves a turtle. But what's the significance of May 23rd? And in May 28th, we're already doing Menstrual Hygiene Day. No, that's important. That will be staying. (laughs) (laughs) It's important every day of the year, though. That's true. Are we just saying we only need to be doing things on that day? It's raising awareness, I suppose. Look, most of the days are fine. They're good good things. Don't Don't get me wrong, UN. They're good things, usually. I don't think the UN are in charge of this, though. I think that's the problem. Go to May 25. It's the worst podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's people listening to us on Wikipedia. Stop. 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 <laughs> I can't. This is the best one. May 25th is towel day. Towel, as in something you dry your body with. Oh, it's a tribute to an author. Oh, but Adams. that's nice. Yeah. He tried Guide to Galaxy. Oh. Oh, it was after his death. Okay, he can have that one. Okay. This is... Maybe I shouldn't be the manager. <laughs> I can't make the tough decisions. <laughs> it's got a bit real all of a sudden. If you want to celebrate Tower Day, you're most welcome to. Celebrate any day. Just think about if it really should be celebrated. <laughs> a whole day to it, you know. Just have an afternoon for some of these things, probably. Moving on. We saw the movie Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children which they pronounce peregrine, which I'd just like to know, is it peregrine or peregrine? I don't know. I'm not sure what, the, what we, we would say in Australia. I think peregrine, perhaps. Okay. I've been saying it wrong this whole time. That's fine. Let's just brush past that. We saw the movie. It's based on a book by Ransom Riggs, which is a code name for John Green's best friend. Hello, John Green. <laughs> <laughs> One day you'll be John Green's best friend. <laughs> Look, we can only hope. I've read the books, but Sinead hasn't yet. No. Or maybe she won't ever now after she watches the movie. Well, I said to Lonnie when we walked out, sorry, it's directed by Tim Burton, by the way, so that gives you an idea of the kind of feel. It's it's kind of like a cross between 
um, Harry Potter. Serious Unfortunate Events. X-Men sort of. That sort of. Via via Tim Burton's brain. Yeah. And I said to Lonnie when we walked out, who is this movie aimed at? Because it's too childish to be really aimed at our age group. Young adults or even teenagers. But much too scary for a children's movie and it's rated M. So I just don't understand what we were trying to do here. And it wasn't like um, a kid's movie but joyful and could be watched by adults either. It's kind of missed the joy of what it was going for, I think. Confession time. I looked away several times during the film because I knew jump scares were about to happen and I also felt really grossed out and felt like walking out at one point. And I know I'm a softie. I know I'm really squirmish and I jump I, a lot and get scared. But You blame me. I didn't make the movies. I did turn to Lonnie halfway through and said, you're in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) I might look like Tim Burton. No, you were in trouble because you'd read the books and you knew things that happened and yet you still went, hey, Sine, let's go see this awful movie. I didn't know it was going to be bad. You knew that certain things happened, like the eyeball thing. Yeah, well, I didn't think that was going to be such an issue for you. I didn't know they were going to show it necessarily either. That's true, yeah. You didn't know it would be made such a big deal out of. Yeah. Okay, you're forgiven. Off the hook, guys. <laughs> Why don't you give us your perspective? Because you've read the book. You said it was very different. It's very different, especially the ending. It's totally, totally changed um, from what the book was. Um, characters were changed for no reason. I laughed out loud at the final sequence because it was so outrageous and hilariously far-fetched and just stupid (laughs) sorry i feel bad saying bad things about this because it's john green's friend and i want john green to love me but well i don't think the author actually liked it much he hasn't been involved much okay since he Mm. it's been made um the ending i'm not going to spoil it because whatever (laughs) (laughs) it it was it was bonkers that's all i could think in my head this is bonkers what bonkers kept going through my head today did it really bonkers how old are you 60 65 well, bonkers day coming up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'd liked it. Some of the ending bits, some of the, some of it was bad. The bit you're talking about in particular, I thought was bonkers. But it was ridiculous. Looking thesaurus, bonkers. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, I thought it was okay. It was just very different, and the, the books had a, a have a um an edge to them. They're quite serious about some of the things that happen, and they didn't treat it kind of. It's about respect, it's respecting the world and the characters and the authenticity of what's happening, mm. like things that are scary are actually scary and have consequences sort of thing. And this book, in this movie, everything was sort of dealt with quite easily and thing, you know, um, is in that sort of fantasy land where oh, things are scary and whatever, but it'll be okay because it's a movie sort of thing. Yeah. Didn't quite treat it as seriously as it could have in that sense. They did that classic thing in superhero movies or movies where they have powers, where they forget their powers and could have used them at so many times to, like, solve things. It's It's your pet hate, isn't it? I just want to go up to the person, say it's Storm in X-Men, and just shake her. You can control weather. You could fix this right now. Lightning. You could just destroy everybody here. God. It's the worst. It's so stupid. And they have to be reminded of their powers. Yes. Okay. Hey, you you can bloody... Create fire with your hands. You could do something like that. Oh yes, I could. You're right. I, I don't know. I'll I'll tap his shoulder. His coat will get a bit 
on fire. Oh, that he'll was just, so ridiculous. He'll just take it off. I'll just go back to my spot just and like, just stand there and see what happens fire. next. Lie his whole face on Touches fire. Him. Exactly. I Ugh. There were so many bits in the movie too that were really like, that were really illogical mm-hmm. moments mm-hmm. and they frustrate me so much. That's why I like content editing because there are moments like you're like, oh, how they get there? They were here two seconds ago. How did she get her shoes back? She left them on the roof. How well, did this happen? There was one scene between two characters and then halfway through another character turned up. I'm like, was she, was she there the whole time? Was she just waiting in the corner to just be there? <laughs> Those logical bits really get me when it doesn't make sense that that could possibly happen. Just, oh, it just frustrates. It doesn't, it doesn't take a lot to iron that crap out either. It's just like no attention to detail. Which is crazy because like, Tim Burton gets a lot of shit, but I think he's a good director. Mm. And I, but I think, um, I think some of his better movies are actually ones that are less fantastical. Mm, like, I agree with that. It was his hands has its moments, obviously, but yeah. it's not about that. Um, the Batman movies are good, and like Ed Wood, you haven't seen that, have you? But no. it's quite good, and it's not about fantasy and stuff. Mm. Um, but like this one and Sleepy Hollow, have you seen that? No. It's similar, similarly bad. <laughs> um, just not that good. And the writer is a woman called Jane Goldman, and she wrote um, Kick-Ass and X-Men First Class with Matthew Vaughan. Oh, right? First Class is the best one. It's the best one, right? It's very similar, like, concept. Yeah, really yeah, wise, yeah, yeah. Kids with powers sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a great film. I don't know what happened. Uh, I don't I know just... what happened to you. And the <sighs> things they changed from the book, I don't think really add anything. Yeah, so you, you have know? to worry when you've read the book first, you're going to become one of those people that are like, oh, it's nothing like the book sort of thing. I don't but mind when they change no, things. No, 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 me either. But you explained it to me. It doesn't make sense why they needed to change certain things. Like, and seemingly they just switched two characters' powers around for no reason. I couldn't really work out why they did that. They've the, the way they changed the ending has changed what can possibly happen if they do sequels. So the sequels would be uncharted territory now because they've gone against... Yeah, so you said like, the, the, the second book really built on the first novel. Oh, it, the second book begins straight after the first book. Yeah. And so they changed the whole ending. That can't really happen anymore. Yeah. Very weird. Eva Green was great. I guess if you're going to see this movie, see it for her performance. She's always great. But some of the kids were really on the nose. They were. And um, Aza Butterfield guy, main guy, he's fine. I was still seeing him. He was good in um, Hugo. Hugo. Mm. He's great in that, but didn't quite pull it off this time, no, buddy. he's not strong enough to lead a whole film, I don't think. Um, the Ella Purnell, who, as, the, um, as Emma, he's good. Yeah, she was the best kid, but they were all very, mm. I don't know. Chris O'Dowd. Oh, can the we most, talk about this? The most famous Irishman in film working today, Who right? Who is an amazing actor, gave him an American accent. Why? No need. No need at all. If you're going to get an American, if you're going to get a character who is American and doesn't do anything, just get an American guy to do it. Don't get someone as iconic as Chris O'Dowd. It was such an iconic voice like Chris O'Dowd and ask that's his, him. That's his best bit is his voice, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like the, he's just, oh, I love him. But a lot of those characters were just wasted in this film. And they got Alison Jenny, who is CJ from The West Wing, which you haven't seen, but it's an awesome show. Hmm. She has like a cameo. She must have been in, in on set for like a day. <laughs> Same as Judy Dench. What did she do, two hours on this movie just yeah. to do one scene? Um, Samuel L. Jackson having a great old time. Oh, God. Overacting like all hell. Like he does in everything. At least he was enjoying himself, though. I guess so. I guess so. But see, then it's got those really camp bits that just like are Didn't... so crap. Yeah. And then really 
awful, horrible jump scare bits with, like, terrifying half-dead people. Like, I just don't understand what we were going for here. And it was terrifying. I shouldn't be terrified and laughing at the ridiculousness of it in the same film. Tone was very much off. I'm I'm trying to say is that tone was better in the book, I think. Yeah, yeah. My Harry Potter's still the gold standard and balancing of kids' books being adapted, you know. Mm. Mm. But I think they balanced a story about children to be both for children watching it and adults. Yeah, obviously we didn't watch them as adults. No, but we first came out. But I imagine we were older watching the later ones, though. Yeah, yeah. But I I imagine our parents didn't mind watching, did they, when they came out and stuff? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe they were like, "Oh, got to take our kid to see this thing that they want to see," and I hate it. But you wouldn't think it would got so famous though, if and so popular if and successful. It's always disappointing when a a book you like gets adapted into a film that's not quite Mm. as good. So, Mm. what would you give out of Sam's? Like one. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. I'd probably mm. give it one too. And then, you know, as I said, I like all the people involved. I like the original book. Yeah. It just didn't quite gel, did it? It was really crap. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry, John. All I'm saying is there's probably not going to be a Miss Peregrine sign for Peculiar Children Day. And that would be a good thing because I'm not, I'm not setting aside one of those days <laughs> as chairman of the day committee. <laughs> to be for this shit movie. <laughs> if you want to make uh, I Only Like You International Day, and you can do that, let us know. Email us at slpodcasting at gmail.com. If you don't want to do that, that's fine. No one else seems to. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Just tell your friends. Get some. Get us some listens. Leave a review on I. Can you do that on iTunes? I guess so. I don't know. I don't, I don't really Maybe care. Maybe we should know how to do that. Yeah. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.